Hello and welcome to this week's podcast. This week we're going to be talking about Catherine's Forward Trust Taking Action on Addiction campaign. We give you the lowdown on the Global Investment Summit and hitting the Royal News, we talk about the Earthshot Prize and everything that happened on this very special night. So stay tuned. A grand fanfare welcome to our podcast, Keeping Up With The Windsors dedicated to the royal family each episode will be crowned to the rafters with opinions news and commentary on the comings and goings of the family of windsor with your hosts and royal fangirls rachel andrews and michelle soul so grab yourself a cuppa straighten up your tiara shine your knighthood round up your corgis and let's keep up with the windsors hi everyone welcome to this week's episode i'm rachel and I'm Michelle. Welcome. Hello, everyone. Oh, I'm so excited to talk about this today, Rachel. Oh, you so much happened this week, and I'm just <laughs> I, I can't. I honestly, I can't wait to discuss because Sunday, what a night! What a night! What a night! And we will get all of that out out of our system in the royal news. So keep listening because that'll be coming up later on in the show. Let's start off by. Thanking the lovely royal community. Thank you so much for being here listening. Thank you also for liking, subscribing and reviewing our podcast. I thought what we would do today, Rach, is actually read out a lovely review that we had. And it's from Grateful Glonak. I hope I've uh, pronounced that correctly. He or she, I'm not quite sure, I'll say they. They said, you ladies are awesome. You are both engaging and interesting. I enjoy listening to you both. Love the individual opinions and the conversation. And I thought that was really lovely. Um, not just because it was a positive one if you if you have a negative response we don't need your review okay (laughs) (laughs) but what I really liked about it was the fact that we do give our opinions and sometimes we do not agree on stuff right we have completely different opinions but we still love the royals yeah and that's never going to (laughs) change no we love I don't want to say we're unbiased because obviously we do love the royal family and we always will do but when I always call a spade a spade. If something's not right, we'll always uh, we'll always say. Uh, so thank you so much again for liking, subscribing, and doing all those things. Please feel free to spread the word like a town crier. Spread it out loud and review the podcast. It would be so amazing. So thank you so much for doing that. We'd also love to give a shout out to Ava Hogan, who sent us an email. And she said, I am a member of the royal community living in Texas. Hello, Texas. <laughs> Hello. And we did have Texas as the top state that's listening to us at the moment. So, and also I want to give a massive shout out to Washington. Your numbers are coming up. So we love you, Royal <laughs> Community in Washington. <laughs> I so enjoy listening to your podcasts. They are fun to listen to because of the information you share and your cute personalities. Well, thank you, Ava. <laughs> My favorite royal is the Queen. Ditto. She is an elegant and steadfast lady. One of my favourite books about her is called The Servant Queen and the King She Serves by Mark Green and Catherine Butcher, written for her 90th birthday. I'd never heard of this before, Michelle, before I'd um, read this email. No. So, yeah, we need to um, get on that. And she continues with the poem Her Majesty quotes in the foreword is the one she gave to King George VI. And he used it in his Christmas Day speech in 1939. Isn't that a wonderful royal fact? Wow. Never knew that. Thank you for sharing that, Ava. Yeah, I just loved it. I said, Ava, can, can we please share this email on, on the podcast this week? She said, yeah, of course, go for it. And I, <laughs> it's one of those now, one of the books I'm adding to the royal list of books to read. Yeah. 
So it sounds very interesting, doesn't it? Yeah. So thank you for bringing that to our um, attention, Ava. And that's definitely one to add to the list. And thank you so much for listening as well and being part of the Royal Community. So if you'd like to send us an email, you can at keepingupthewindserspod at gmail.com or follow us over on Instagram at keepingupthewindserspod. We love hearing from you and we love spreading the word like you have done, Ava. So thank you very much. So let's move on then to the Royal Roundup for this week. We've had two Windsor family birthdays, Mike Tyndall and Sarah Ferguson, the Duchess of York. Now, Princess Eugenie sent birthday wishes to her dearest mama, which is what she wrote on her socials, which I thought was really cute. And there was a lovely picture of them on there as well. And keeping with Princess Eugenie this week, she went to see the work of Hospital Rooms Charity at Hammersmith and Fulham Hospital. And the charity works were local artists to paint artworks to brighten up spaces. So we saw that this week. The Duchess of Cornwall presented awards at this year's Oldie of the Year Awards, which was held at the Savoy Hotel in London for the Oldie magazine. And we also heard that the top award was going to go to Her Majesty the Queen. However, she declined the award saying, you are only as old as you feel. And her private secretary wrote to Giles Brownwith, who we've spoken about on the podcast before. And he said, Her Majesty believes you are as old as you feel. As such, the Queen does not believe she meets the relevant criteria to be able to accept and hopes she will find a more worthy recipient. This message comes to you with Her Majesty's warmest best wishes. I loved hearing about this. I was like, yes, Your Majesty, you are only as old as you feel. Age is but a number. Age is but a number. And this was my highlight of the week, apart apart from the outshot prize, obviously. (laughs) Yeah. First of all, I thought the oldie magazine took a punt with actually sending this to the Queen and asking her about being oldie of the year because being called an oldie is a sign of respect, but also quite a a slang term for being old, (laughs) isn't it? So I bet she was like, no, actually, I'm not old at all. I don't think that's what she was saying, though. I think she was saying, you're young at heart, you know, and I did have a chuckle when I heard this. I was like, oh, my good for her. Good for her. And fun fact, the Duke of Edinburgh was awarded this back in 2011. Ah, there we are. How old was he then? About 90? Yeah, what we now, 21. Yeah, yeah. he must have been 90. Yeah. yeah. And today we are recording on Wednesday, which is World Osteoporosis Day. And the Duchess of Cornwall hosted a tea for the supporters and the volunteers of the Royal Osteoporosis Society. And the charity of which Camilla is president is dedicated to improving the prevention, diagnosis and treatment of the fragile bone disease. A fact for you that Camilla has been involved with the charity for over 20 years as a result of her mother and grandmother's experience with osteoporosis. Yeah, it's such a debilitating disease. My nan had it and it just permeates every single aspect of your life. So I just I love the fact that she's so dedicated to this and especially being president as well there's patronages and then there's presidencies and you you know people use their presidencies within the royal family to matters that mean the most to them and I just love the fact that she's part of this charity this week we saw the Duchess of Cambridge on a solo engagement for her patronage Forward Trust she met TV presenters Anton Deck and gave the keynote address in which she said Addiction is not a choice. No one chooses to become an addict, but it can happen to any one of us. None of us are immune. 
yet is all too rarely discussed as a serious mental health condition. And seldom do we take the time to uncover and understand its fundamental root causes. This is why I am passionate about the work of Forward Trust, an organisation I am so proud to be patron of. Oh, let's talk about this engagement. Number one, I love it. Like, I love the fact that she's highlighting addiction as a mental health condition. Just incredible. And I think so many people, if you read the comments on the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge's Instagram, especially, just so much praise for the charity, for highlighting the issues. And I think it was wonderful to see Catherine at this engagement. Really enjoyed listening to her speech. I thought um, she delivered it well. And I really enjoyed the words that she said, because it felt like it came from a very personal and heartfelt place. Yeah, and I think this um, patronage that she has was one of her first when she became married to Prince William. Yeah. And so I think it's one that she'll have a continued relationship with throughout the rest of her life. But also she met Anton Deck and she... (laughs) Have you seen this when she meets Anton Deck, right? Oh, this video. It's like, oh. She wasn't, she wasn't expecting them, was she? She turned around a corner and there they were. But what was interesting about this is um, Ant and Decker, fam- very famous TV presenters here in the UK. Yeah. And Ant himself has had problems with addiction. Mm. And so he was sharing a bit about his experiences with Catherine. And you, whenever you see her, she always seems to really engage with the people that she's speaking to and really takes on board everything that they are saying and I think that's what a lot of people really that's why they warmed her it's because yes she is in this elevated position in life but really strip that back and she's just a person like us although if I met her I would freak out (laughs) (laughs) I tell you what I would love to see you meet her (laughs) what would you do Rach I wouldn't be able to speak I'd probably just stare at her Uh, one of the girls at work was telling me the other day actually that um she has met her wow I was like what how do I not know this and she was saying yes when she was at university this year Catherine over lockdown went to her university and she had a little chat with her and she said it was the most surreal experience of her life (laughs) wow oh we just need to meet some royals now Rach I mean I've seen royals but I haven't met them so yeah that'd be an experience for sure yeah I think my reaction but I don't know what yours would be you'd probably just talk for England (laughs) so let's move on to the Earl of Wessex he was in Cheshire on a number of engagements including opening the new state of art training centre for the Cheshire Fire and Rescue Service meeting emergency service staff and also watching firefighting demos And for all our royal community in New Zealand, the Queen spoke via Zoom with the new Governor-General of New Zealand, Dame Cindy Cairo, who will be sworn in this week. And Dame Cindy will be the Queen's representative in New Zealand. Did you see this video on the Instagram? What the? Oh, there you are. (laughs) There you are. (laughs) Good evening. Oh, it's actually morning here. Of course it's morning. (laughs) (laughs) what I love about watching the queen on zoom with that we saw a couple of months ago she was speaking to somebody who's the governor general in Canada and she has so it's so informal the way in which she talks to them because they are her right hand man or woman in these respective countries so they have to know her on such a level that's 
just like it's like a professional but very informal way and I just love this like oh there you are (laughs) (laughs) okay so keeping with the queen then she also held the global investment summit at Windsor Castle for influential business leaders around the world and this did include Bill Gates as well it showcases the best of British innovation, clean technologies and green investments. The summit comes ahead of the COP26 UN Climate Change Conference breath, in Glasgow in a couple of weeks time. And also in attendance to the summit um, in Windsor Castle was the Prince of Wales, the Duke of Cambridge, the Duke and Duchess of Gloucester and Prince Michael of Kent too. So they had a lovely shindig last night. I want to point something out about the summit actually, Rach. What? Because I looked at the Queen and she was wearing this lovely um, green um, ensemble with a beautiful brooch, as per usual. And then I remembered us talking about the cow video. (laughs) Can you remember us talking about the cow video where the Queen gets so excited about cows? Well, I don't know what it was, but I watched it again this week. (laughs) And I think she's wearing the same uh, suit as what she wore at the cow thing and actually when she mentioned cows that was a celebration for her 90th birthday I found that out this week yeah yeah did you not know that no I just thought it was like a, a random yeah a random, a random fa- farm cows. animal you know, a random farm animal <laughs> livestock show or something um, <laughs> so I think it possibly is the same clothes that she wore I, you know don't it's not verbatim but that's just me going oh is that the same outfit? And we're recording this on Wednesday and we found out today that due to medical reasons, the Queen's two days worth of engagements in Northern Ireland has been cancelled. And we received a statement which read, the Queen has reluctantly accepted medical advice to rest for the next few days. Her Majesty is in good spirits and is disappointed that she will no longer be able to visit Northern Ireland, where she had been due to undertake a series of engagements today and tomorrow. The Queen sends her warmest good wishes to the people of Northern Ireland and looks forward to visiting in the future. Now, I was a bit frightened when I read this. I was like, oh no, what's happened? Did you? Yeah. <laughs> but then I'm, one, she's 95. Two, she's had a lot of engagements, Michelle, over the past few weeks. You know, she's been cooped up at Windsor since COVID. And let's not forget, she's an elderly lady now who should be resting and putting her feet up. And yet just last night, she was meeting dignitaries from around the world talking about the global summit. And not just that, but she's also grieving the death of her husband. And that can take its toll on our mental health, on our physical health. I thought the exact same thing, Rach. I f- feel like she should take it even more easily now than ever before. We don't particularly need to see her all the time. One or two engagements per week I would say that's actually adequate. It seems obviously to her, that's not how she is. She works. She's so hardworking. But I'm just like, mom, just take it easy. The rest of the family have got this. So I'm I'm glad that she, although reluctantly, she is taking time off. And we really do wish her well. And we hope her to have a lovely rest and recovery and, you know, back up and at it when she's ready. Engagements wise, this is as much as we got for the Royal Rounder. And now let's head to the Royal News to talk all about the Earthshot Prize. Okay, Rach, now it's the Royal News. And I've been, I'm not kidding, since Sunday, I have been wanting to just record as soon as possible because I just loved 
everything about the Earthshot Prize. Everything. Oh, it was such a fantastic night, wasn't it? It really was. Well, we had this conversation as we tend to do when there's a big royal event come up. We'll have, um, obviously, we talk about all the events, but this one in particular, this is like the creme de la creme of the year of events. And you said, didn't you, Rach? I felt a little bit nervous. And even <laughs> I felt like, do you know when you go see a child in a school play? <laughs> it felt like that, like, don't mess this up. Like, Let this be a good event. <laughs> the thing is, I just, I said to you, I was like, I'm nervous because I just really want this to go well for William. Yeah. Like, I'm just rooting for him. And, you know, this is such a brilliant initiative and it, it's not focusing on William it's focusing on the world and what we as people can do I just wanted it to go well and you know I'm so happy yeah. that it did I also said last in last week's episode that I hadn't watched the other Earthshot documentaries that have come out on the BBC so I made sure that I watched those and it got me like really in a state of mind of come on let's change the world let's clean our planet let's sort out the oceans and get a waste-free world and it really ramped me up but it also made me feel completely depressed in the sense that we got ourselves into this state and I just felt really sad so then I was like no there's stuff I can do about this I can promote this on my social media or I can make sure that I'm I'm um, out there spreading the word on on changing the planet and, and being good you know being the change I want to see so let's give you the breakdown then of the earth shot and then Rach and I will go into the ins and outs of everything about what we felt what we thought so this week we had the inaugural Earthshot Prize Awards held at Alexandra Palace in London major landmarks including Buckingham Palace and the London Eye was lit up in green lighting for the awards which I thought was really good it's a nice little touch we saw the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge arrive via an electric Audi and they walked the green carpet nope it wasn't red it was green and the theme of the Earthshot Prize Awards was to rewear an outfit so no new outfits were bought or made or they could wear something sustainable the Duke wore a beautiful Reese velvet green blazer and tuxedo trousers. And the Duchess wore an Alexandra McQueen dress, which she wore to the BAFTA party in LA in 2011. More to the point, Rach, Catherine was sporting the biggest side part in for all of us millennials out there. She did us proud. So no str- in the middle partings. She was team side parting at this point. So I was really happy about that. And as we mentioned in last uh, week's episode, William's Fight to Save the Planet, episode 32, Coldplay performed with the electricity generated by cyclists pedaling for the whole performance, which I thought was absolutely spectacular. Catherine presented an award, as did Mosala, Emma Watson, David Aloha, and Emma Thompson. Also, no one flew in to perform, present, or receive an award. So if you were in London, you could attend, but if you weren't, you attended online, which I think, to be honest, pre-pandemic might have seemed a little bit disjointed but because we were so used to zooms and skypes and all that now it just felt quite normal so the music performances were by Ed Sheeran, Shawn Mendes, Coldplay as I just mentioned, KSI and the honestly my absolute favourite Yemi Alade love her the set design was spectacular everything was made from uh, recycled materials the led screens oh, were just oh, amazing brought the beauty of nature and the planet to life and also there was just the most wonderful orchestra playing in the background to set the scene now 
I also want to turn a prefix this because last in the run up to it, we had the most beautiful support letter to William by Prince Charles on the socials. It was so lovely. Yeah, it was so nice, wasn't it? And he said, I'm very proud of my son, William. He's growing commitment to the environment and the bold ambition of the Airshot Prize. As a world, we need to come together to inspire, reimagine and build the sustainable future we so desperately need. Over the coming decade, with future generations in mind, the Airshot Prize and its inspirational nominees will help find us innovative solutions. In parallel through my Terra Carta and Sustainable Markets Initiative, we will work to mobilise the trillions of dollars required to transition the global economy onto a more sustainable trajectory. It was such a proud Papa moment, wasn't it? Yeah, and there was a lovely picture of Prince William with Prince Charles that was taken by Catherine way back when. A few years ago, yeah. Yeah, and oh, I was just, they used that picture again. I love it. Yeah, it was, it's just, it was perfect. Absolutely perfect. Do you know, we haven't been the best lovers of the social media team at the Royal Family, but I'm not kidding. The last six months, they have been on it. And I think, especially this week, all of the social media team and every single one of the royal family accounts, they need a good uh, week off or something because they did a brilliant job. <laughs> <laughs> they really did a brilliant job. So, Shell, let's take it back to the start. Right. Let's go. Yeah. The green carpet. What did you think of the looks from Catherine and William? Love it. Absolutely love it. I mean, to be honest, one of my favourite looks from him ever. I was a bit, when I first saw him in the turtleneck, I was a bit like, oh, I'm not sure. Should he not be wearing a shirt? I wasn't sure about it. But then the overall look, I was like, right, okay, move over, Kate. (laughs) (laughs) There's a new style Cambridge in town and his name's William. (laughs) (laughs) And also, Boohoo Man has said that Google demand for velvet suits are up 426% since William was seen wearing one at the Earthshot Prize. Can you believe that? Amazing. Well, I, I think also as well, we've had Daniel Craig in his velvet pink blazer at the 007 premiere. Plus also then you had William with his velvet blazer back a couple of weeks ago when he went to Roundhouse. I think, to be honest, they, they're in fashion, but I also think the, the right men are making them fashionable as well. Yeah. So I'm I'm all for it. I love a velvet blazer. Absolutely love it. And obviously William is because we've seen him several times over the past few months in a velvet blazer look, haven't we? Yeah, I loved his turtleneck. I loved it because it's actually getting very cold here. (laughs) Very, very cold in Britain. And also, if you've ever been to Ali Pali, Alexandra Palace, it's actually elevated on a hill and it's got the most wonderful view of London. Honestly, it's it's actually one of my favourite views of London. Such a like a panoramic view of London. And the wind chill up there is quite, (laughs) quite cold. (laughs) So when I saw him, I was like, that's a very good choice. So I I was digging it. I was digging the whole thing. Let's talk Catherine. Now, as you said, she is wearing repeat Alexander McQueen, which she wore back in 2011. The only difference was the belt. So Previously, she wore a white belt and this was swapped for a gold one. She had hair cascading. Yeah. (laughs) She looked beautiful. And I think this outfit was a good choice for her because 
she looked stunning, but she didn't outshine William. It was kind of like, this is William's time to shine. This is his night. I'm here as a supportive wife, you know, and I think the outfit really reflected that. Yeah. And we had this discussion, will she be in a green dress? But when she went to give the award out for, I think she did the restored nature all of the stage was green. All of it was forestry. It was um, just the most beautiful like graphics of green. And if she would have worn a green dress, she would have been washed out. You wouldn't have been, you wouldn't see her. So to have that lilac angelic look really spoke to the whole event. You could tell it was so well picked. It was picked beautifully. It really, really was. So let's move on to the show itself. Now, we saw a prefix of a video montage. William was up on the London Eye and the cheeky little nod that he gave to his wedding back in 2011. (laughs) I'm sorry, but I've been on the London Eye plenty of times. There was never a TV on there when I went on there. He had a plant on there. He had rugs. I was like, "Um, hello, Um, have I paid for the wrong London Eye board? Like, what's going on? So the first presenter for the show was Sir David Attenborough. Sir David Attenborough. And what made me laugh was me and Michelle were texting and Michelle said, David Attenborough is the grampy and the queen is the nan of the country. (laughs) (laughs) So now I was like, oh, is that our new nickname for David Attenborough? Grampy. She was like, yeah. (laughs) We're going to call him Gramps from now on. (laughs) Nana and Gramps. (laughs) <laughs> oh, so that, that's actually a very interesting conversation to have with your royal community. What do you call your grandmother and grandfather? So for me, it's Grampy and Nana. So that's like, I think Grampy is quite a Welsh word. I don't know whether that's used anywhere else. But what do you call your Nan and Grampy, Rach? Nan and Grandad. So Grandad for you and, and Nan, is that correct? Nan, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now, I think the royal family call grandfather Papa and Grandma. Is that right? Is that how they say it? No, gr- granny. Oh, they call her granny. That's right. Granny. And the kids, like the great grandchildren, call her gang gang. <laughs> gang gang. I love it. <laughs> oh, and is papa something that they say for the grandfather? No, that's what they call their dad, isn't it? Grandpa. I think it's grandpa. It's grandpa. I think it's just grandpa. Yeah. I love the presenters. They did a brilliant job. And um, I mean, come on. I wasn't a massive fan of what Emma Watson was wearing. No. (laughs) But I was a massive fan of her energy, her spirit, her love of making a difference and being there. It was lovely to see her. I've I've missed her. I've missed Hermione. (laughs) I've missed her. I have to say it. And I'm going to say the one thing that I didn't like. I wasn't a massive fan of the Ed Sheeran song. I don't mind Ed Sheeran, but I just wasn't a massive fan of the song. I really felt like, oh, kind of like brought the tempo down a little bit. I wasn't a massive fan of the KSI song. I liked Yemi Alaid, but I didn't like the KSI part. Yemi Alaid was absolutely, for me, a standout. What a performer. She was amazing. I mean, KSI, I'm not a massive fan of that style of music. So I think for for the, the stage that he was on, a brilliant job. They all did a fantastic job. What did you think of Coldplay? Yeah, I'm not uh, the biggest fan of Coldplay, but I actually really enjoyed the performance. Um, I thought it was a really cool concept. If you've been to Alexandra Palace before, where Coldplay were playing, you could tell the stage was raised up a little bit, but they actually do open air theatre there. So you can go and watch a film and get like your picnic blankets and stuff out. But it's actually on a really steep hill. So when I saw it, I was like, oh, they've used the space so 
brilliantly. And the lighting effects, they were lighting the Alexandra Palace front and also the bikes, like the cyclists going, I was cheer- mm. cheering the cyclists on more than I was cheering Coldplay. <laughs> it was so funny because Phil was watching American football next to me and I had my, my earphones in watching BBC and I was just screaming at the telly like, woo, go for it, yeah. So I just uh, I got so into it I just love the whole thing but I thought the way in which they used that space was incredible plus I also thought it was very brave to be outdoors in Britain because it could have rained at any moment and luckily it was just cold but you know it didn't rain so good for them let's move on to the actual awards and the nominees and the winners I really loved all the winners, their reactions to winning. Yeah. It was just such a moment of celebration. And it was like, a, wow, I can't believe we won. It's a million pounds, Rach. A million pounds is going to help yes. so much for all their initiatives. And sometimes they would cut over to William and Catherine, the yeah. camera. And I think it was the first winner. And William literally had the biggest smile yeah. on his face yeah. because he knew beforehand who was going to win. Yeah, because the, the first winner was the Coral Reefs, wasn't it? Yes, which I yeah. thought was absolutely fantastic. I mean, to be honest, I did have a few favourites and none of my favourites won. <laughs> and I don't mean that as in like, oh, I'm gutted the other people won. But I was just like, that's a really good initiative. I could really get on board with that, you know? Yeah, there was the young girl that was in India. With the ironing boards, the solo art. Yes, yeah. I, th- I honestly thought she was going to win. Yeah. But I feel like even though the people that didn't win, they're still going to get recognised. Yeah. And hopefully global companies will be able to help out with their programmes. So the Earthshot Prize Global Alliance have promised to mentor and look after the other uh, nominees that didn't win the prize, but they will get mentored. And guess what, Rach? You know, last week we talked about William having a go at space travel. We then found out this week that Jeff Bezos's Earth Fund has now joined the Earthshot Prize Global Alliance founding partners. And then they, um, as founding partners, support the, the Earthshot Prize moving forward. So, I mean, you know, it is what it is. Do you know the one thing that I just loved about the Earthshot Prize? The medal they got was beautiful. Like the actual award was so well thought out. And it's all sustainable, isn't it? Sustainable. The award was amazing. And they've they've got all the awards already for the next 10 years. And each award has a different view of the world. So if you put all the medals together, they would make the globe. It's so well thought out, isn't it? Yeah. Every single aspect is so well thought out, even down to the medal. Okay, Rach, there was a moment. Did you see the moment where Kate looked at William like she was the most proud person in the whole world? And I was like, we're with you, girl. We're so proud of him too. Well, Michelle, today, as we're pressing play on this podcast, there has been pictures released, black and white photos from Chris Jackson, the royal photographer. And these have got to be some of my most favourite photographs ever of them as a couple. They just look so in love. And I don't know if you've heard this. There's actually a rumour going around that they had a cheeky little snog yes. kiss backstage. Yes. 
and from seeing these photos I can quite believe it <laughs> yes yes I have heard that I mean come on I'm not I'm not joking I mean Chris Jackson what a photographer what a photographer the way in which he captures a moment you could see Catherine's pride and her love and her support for William and also you could feel I mean because we we follow William you know we we followed him for years you could feel that he was a bit nervous yeah you know yeah and then you could see as the night went on, he just was like, oh, that's over now. And it went well. And I'm just so happy that everyone's happy. And you could see as and in these photos, you could see that. You yeah. could see that relief. And we retreated to a hold hand in video, which we never, they're obviously a couple, they hold hands, but because of their position, we don't really see that side of them. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So it was so lovely. I was like, oh, they're holding hands. <laughs> yeah. There was two photos on the socials. One, well, both of, of Catherine backstage. One where she's just about to walk onto the stage and another one she was talking to Emma Thompson. Yeah. And there's just something so powerful and feminine and regal and confident about her. Um, And it, it's just that moment in time of her saying, this isn't my thing. I'm here to support my husband. Mm-hmm. It's queen consort encapsulated in a moment. And it, yeah. it's just, it honestly, we, we've had some really iconic moments. This past year has been iconic in a sense. I'm just so grateful to be part of the royal community and being part of these moments with them. It's just amazing. Well, earlier, I should have said this in the Royal Roundup when we were talking about Catherine's engagement for Forward Trust. Deck, one of the TV presenters, he actually called Catherine Her Majesty. (laughs) (laughs) And he was joking and he was like, he promoted her early. He's like, oh, (laughs) yeah, you're not Her Majesty yet. (laughs) That's wonderful. Absolutely lovely. Love that. Oh, I got to say about Emma Thompson wearing her medal. Yeah, I just I loved it. She said that we had the brief that we had to wear something that we've worn before. And she said, this is the exact suit I saw William in in 2018 when I got my damehood. And I thought I'd just wear this, she said. I was like, yes, girl, you go for it. What I loved about (laughs) the whole show itself, that it actually got to number one trending on Twitter in the UK. It did. And what I liked about this was it wasn't about Catherine and William. People were actually tweeting about the nominees, the winners of the Earthshot Prize and what this could do for the future of the planet. Yeah. And that was just so inspiring. And I think a lot of people got behind this show because of what it can offer for the future. Mm. And I think, to be honest, that's what was wonderful about the ceremony in, in its entirety, because at the start you had the space station and they were talking, they were in there talking to us, a little clip from the space station inside. And uh, wasn't there a, a moment where she passed the microphone over to the other astronaut and it just floated in space? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I love that. Um, and then right at the end, we had all world leaders, you know, Angela Merkel was there. We had like so many world leaders coming together saying we are going to be fighting for climate change and we believe in this cause and then we obviously found out that Earthshot 2022 will be in drumroll please the United States of America so the US are gonna have the baton for next year and there was a lot of people saying oh does this mean we're going to get a royal tour next year most probably most probably 
we were shown some footage of William and Catherine having a Zoom call after the award ceremony, talking to all the winners and what a joyous uh, Zoom call that was. Can you imagine being given a million pounds to grow your cause and to make it into like a global thing? It must just be the most amazing experience. Yes. So it was split into five, wasn't it? So we've got deforestation in Costa Rica, food waste project Milan, fuel from crop waste India, hydrogen gas and restore the coral reefs. Yeah. So they were all the winners. And I loved, I think it was Costa Rica where the president, his son was there. The the son was just like jumping up and down. He was just so excited. So let's give our verdict on what you thought about the ceremony as a whole, shall? I mean, I I was nervous to start off with. And then as soon as it started, there was a moment where I was like, there's something, this, this is special. This is a moment. I just loved every single minute. I would have changed the the Ed Sheeran song. Not to say it's a horrible song, by the way. I just didn't feel like it fitted within the scope of the show. But apart from that, I just I just loved every single minute of it. I just it was so well thought out and it was just beautiful. And it made, you know, from that feeling of depression of, oh, my God, look what we've done to our planet to a feeling of hope at the end is priceless. Yeah, I thought as a whole, the show was really uplifting and inspiring and it made me feel really optimistic um, for the future. The ideas that were discussed and the scope of the magnitude of what we're up against over the next 10 years, because as we've said before, the Earthshot Prize, this is going to happen every single year for the next 10 years. It's just made me feel really hopeful, really optimistic. And like you, I just came, came away feeling like, wow, so inspired and just I just couldn't be happier for all the winners. I was just really excited to hear everybody's stories not just the winners, but all the nominees. Yeah. And yeah, just just a brilliant night. And I think the best way to end this is a quote from William himself. And he said, I want to say something to all the young people watching tonight. For too long, we haven't done enough to protect the planet for your future. But Earthshot is for you. In the next 10 years, we are going to act. We are going to find the solutions to repair our planet. Please keep learning. Keep demanding change. And don't give up hope. We will rise to these challenges. I was so proud of William. If I'm proud, what must Catherine be feeling at this point? And all the family. It's, it was such a well-executed and well-needed initiative. And I'm just so, so proud of the Earthshot Prize. And we found out that Granny watched it, didn't we? <laughs> of course she watched it. Of course she watched she it. She was speaking to Al Gore and she said, oh, I saw you the other night at William's Earthshot Prize. <laughs> So you on the so you on the telly? That's what she said. So you on the telly? Oh, granny, I love her. I love her. There's there's no words to describe it. But actually, I have failed to mention the most important thing from my experience of watching the Earthshot, and that is I must have cried about ten times. I was so inspired. I just kept crying. I was like, ah, cried at David Attenborough. Then I cried when all the winners won. I cried at William. Oh. I thought uh, Sean Mendes on top of the New York roof with all the foliage round him. I was like, oh, they've just done this so well. I just, yeah, you know what I'm like. Just cried constantly. Oh, I cannot wait. I am so excited for 2022 with the Earthshot. 
and also to find out how they're getting on with their million pounds as well. I can't wait to what like watch it back in years' times to see how they're getting on. Yeah. So proud. Well done to everybody that's been involved. Can't wait to see what happens over the next 10 years. Oh, it's gonna be a corker. So that's it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening. As we've said at the start of the show, if you have time, please leave us a five-star review on Apple. If you're listening on Spotify or any of the other podcasts, please like or heart our episode and share it on your social media. Let's spread the word about the royal community and let's all love the royal family together. <laughs> Big happy family. <laughs> Don't forget you can follow us over on Instagram at Keeping Up the Windsors Pod. Or if you would like to leave us an email, you can email us at Keeping Up the Windsors Pod at gmail.com. And until next week, we will see you on Keeping Keeping Up With The Windsors. Windsors.